Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning. Good morning. Is that Tom? Was that uh, Tom Petty? That was, right? That song at the beginning. You guys got yeah. Thank you. I'm like, I know, I know, I know Tom Petty. He's not around anymore, but anyway. Um, okay, so we are going to talk today. If you were on the call last week, we did a deep dive into your vision. How many of you were on that call? I saw a couple of you here. Cool. So if you are not on the call, I'm going to give you a quick uh, like reminder of what we did or a quick summary of what we did. Because we took some time to actually sit in silence or music, if that's what you wanted. And we kind of dug into your vision, creating a vision for your life, creating a dream for your life. Because we're sitting here, a lot of people sitting here trying to do 2024 planning, you know, putting our business plans together. But we're doing it without having a vision in place. And then without a vision, it's really just like taking steps every day and you circle and you cycle. And it's just right. You feel like you're in a rat race. Whereas if you have a vision, a very clear vision... Um, it's really easy to have that internal motivation to accomplish what you really want to accomplish. So today, we're actually going to take that one step further, and we're actually going to turn what we talked about last week. If you if you were here, grab that list, you still have it, or pull it out of your memory bank. If you weren't here, I want you to think of kind of where you want your life to go. And I want you to pull a piece of that out, and we're actually going to turn that into a plan. We're going we're gonna to prioritize your vision. Because the reality is we can sit here all day, every day, talking about a vision, talking about goals, talking about dreams, talking about all this stuff. I mean, I could talk about my vision board with Oprah on it forever. But if I'm not actually like prioritizing the pieces of that that I want to put in place, it's never going to happen. Do you agree with me? When I was talking last week about, I was talking to my team about this this week. And I said, look, my vision, you guys saw it, is to earn $500,000 per keynote speaking gig. I want to speak on stage. I love public speaking. It is my thing. Okay. Makes me a little nervous still, not going to lie, but I love it. Makes me happy because it, it's something that's it's a fear that most people have. And most people will never want to step on stage. For me, I like fear. It's fear drives me, right? And so in order for me to be able to accomplish that vision of, of, of getting on stage and earning $500,000 per keynote speaking gig, what do I have to do first? Anybody? You have to visualize and plan it. You have to visualize it. But I can't just go straight from here to get to earning $500,000 and speaking on stage, you know, speaking gig, right? There's, there's little steps in the process I have to be active to do first. Like, if I want to do four keynote speaking gigs per year, the first thing I have to do is start with one, right? If I want to start with one keynote speaking gig, the first thing I have to do is, is get, get a gig where I'm actually getting paid. Right. In order to go from from here to five hundred thousand per gig, I have to get paid for one in order to get four. Right. In order to get one keynote speaking gig, what do I have to do? Maybe get on stage to be invited as a panelist about something that I'm an expert in. Right. In order to be a panelist and about something I'm an expert in, what do I have to do? I have to put myself out there and go on other people's podcasts. Right. So when I break it all down, I'm I'm able to break it down and say, okay. I, my goal, my goal is four podcasts a month. 
I want to be on four podcasts a month, other people's podcasts, not my own, four podcasts a month, right? In order for me to be on four podcasts a month, what do I have to do? Component. Maybe go live, go live every day on your Instagram. Yeah, go live on Instagram, right? So we're breaking it down into these tactical things. But these tactical things, if I had just started and said, hey, I want to go live on Instagram one day a week without actually understanding what the purpose is, I'm going to stop. I'm going to give up. I'm not going to do it. How many of you have done that before? Where you're like, I'm going to go and I'm going to put out 15 videos a month, right? We've all done it. You're laughing because you've done it. You've done it about 15 videos a month. I'm going to create four YouTube videos a week, right? But you don't think about the why. And then you start to realize when you're putting four videos, uh, four YouTube videos out a week, that's about 30 hours worth of work for four videos a week, 30 hours a week for YouTube. And so then that doesn't leave you time for anything else because you're forgetting about the why behind it. And you're, and you're trying to go all in without actually taking the baby steps to get there. So what we're going to do is we're going to take your goal, one of those pieces, one of those pieces of paper, one of those items that you wrote on your vision. We're going to take that today and we're going to break that down into a, a to a timeline. Because last week we didn't have any timeline. Last week there was no expectation of timelines to accomplish this. But this week, that's what we're going to do. We're going to take it and we're going to break it down into a timeline. So I'm going to put Carrie on the spot because Carrie's always got something. I know she does. Is she here? I see her head, but she might be frozen. Carrie Thompson. She's not even listening. She's off. Okay. Um, Alex. I'm putting Alex on the spot. Alex Mayer. <laughs> okay, Alex. Tell me something on your vision. Tell me something in your vision. Uh, for uh, for just in general or like life vision. What are we doing? <laughs> yeah. But vision in general, life vision. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, most, uh, like biggest life vision is I don't really want to work unless I, I don't want to work unless I would like to, right? And I would, I don't want to have to, um, if I want to be gone for, you know, a few months at a time and not really be a part of what it is that I'm working on, um, long-term, I don't, I want to be able to have that opportunity. But at the same time, I know that I'm, I'm, I'm addicted to making sure that things are always happening in the background. So I still want to be able to do what it is that I, I want to do. I just want to know that I can completely step away. Okay. So in order to make that happen, what do you need to do? I need to let it happen. I, I, I leverage myself. <laughs> um, How do you leverage yourself? I, I, I get tools in place to make it so that I don't have to be um, as involved in the, everything in my business. I can, I can step away. I can automate things in the background. And um, know that I'm only going to be working on the things that I want to. So tactically, um, and I, I've been working on this for for years. I mean, you, you kind of know my my story. Um, I want to make it so that I can I can take a lot of time off. And this year, I've I've done that. I about two years ago, I decided that I wanted to take a week off um, every month, or at least have the ability to not be in my current business all the time. So I'm slowly transitioning into that to open up in other markets so that I can still work and still be gone at the same time. Um, so I have been I have been working towards this <laughs> uh, consistently, and I've been mm -hmm. taking steps. But I mean, there's always you know that next level, which is always in the in the front of my mind. What am I going to be doing the next ninety days, the next month, the next year? What does three years look like? Um, what if there's things that come up that you know I didn't expect? I'm considering these things all the time. 
Perfect. I love it. So what we're going to do is we're going to take that. I also, just like Alec, I really don't want to work that much. <laughs> I don't want to make any decisions before 10 a.m. I don't really like it, right? And between like 7 and 10, all I want to do is create. Okay? I'm very, I'm a very creative person and my brain is at optimal capacity right now. This is my brain's optimal capacity. I was on someone else's uh, show the other day and someone on the, some, one of the guests or one of the attendees was like, we need your energy. And I was like, girl, this is my maximum capacity. I am optimum right now. Everybody that knows me knows, hey, get with me at 8 a.m. Because if you see her at 2, okay, it is not the same person. It is not the same person. It's like, okay, I don't like, I can't think, I can't focus. My, my focus is gone. So um, what we want to do is we want to take what you're, what you're going for and we want to break that down. So if I said, look, I want to be in an ideal phase and I don't want to work. I don't want to make decisions before 10 a.m. That's not going to happen tomorrow, right? If I try to make it happen in, in, in tomorrow, what's going to happen is I'm probably going to go broke and have to hire too many people and I don't have like all the income coming in to support that. Okay, let's be real. And in order for me to not make decisions, I have to have enough people on my team that I don't have to make decisions, right? I can't make that, I can't do that. So I want to say, okay, if I don't want to work until, if I don't want to make decisions until 10 a.m., right? That's my, my long-term vision. I want to break that down. Can I accomplish that in three years? Can you put what you put on your vision list? Can you accomplish it or some of it or one piece of it in the next three years? Yeah. Yeah, I'm seeing some head nod, right? Some of it might be a little bit longer. You know, like, like I don't know how long it's going to take me to get $500,000 per, 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 per keynote speaking gig and speak for on stage. I have a tongue twister for me. I don't know why I can't say that. It's like weird. But anyway... <laughs> I don't know how long it's going to take me. Do I, what I like it to happen in the next three years? Yes. Right. But are there other things on my vision board that I could prioritize that I know for sure could happen in the next three years? Absolutely. So that's what I want you to do. I want you to grab something from that vision that you had. And I want you to pick what on there or what three things, you know, pick one at least. You have to pick at least one. What one thing can you accomplish in the next three years? on your mission board. And then give me a thumbs up when you're ready. Yes, I'm ready. Same as we good. Mariella's good. Ashley's good. Isabel. Good. Joy. Okay. Who wants to, who want, anyone want to share what you put that you can uh, for sure 100% accomplish in the next three years? Yes. I mean, what is this, Emma? Yes. Somebody's speaking. You want to speak on, you, you told me you were afraid you want to do, that's what you want to do. That's on your vision. Yes. Good for you, girl. Good job. Yes. Let's do that. Let's do that. I freaking love that. Yes. Um, all right. In the next three years. All right. We're going to figure that out. So what we're going to do is we're going to learn how to break that down to think that we actually have to do to make that happen. Yes. Let's give you an insight to what it is because that's my vision too. Julie. Um, I want 10 listings every year. Um, climbing uh, Mount Fuji is my next mountain. And um, buy two more investment properties. In the next, and that's all going to happen in the next three years. Next three years. Wow. All right. And then talk to me about the 10 listings a year. How many do you have right now? 
Um, so I'm still bioregion side a lot. So I sell almost 30 bioregion side, but not oh. converted yet as a listing. So in two oh, years, okay. I sold 36 homes, but it's all buy side. Okay, so and then you want to that to listing. Mind, mindset to now the listing. Got it. Okay. And just earlier in my industry. So right now in okay. that industry. So hey, I mean that's that's a great, great, great goal. Have you thought about the why behind why you want 10 listings? What's the oh, why behind um, that? Listing listing is a king of the like in a real estate. If you don't have a listing, I can get five business of each listing if I really market it very well, if I have that listing. So but that's not a very tactical reason why. What's the what's what give me a little bit more. Oh um so that I can be the community leader, they can see my more signs, more things like buy. I still market it when I, like, you know, when my buyer moves, but I really feel like it, it will impact more on my business than the. Um, Do you think that having more listings is going to free up more time? Yeah, for you? definitely. Do you, think that you, do you think that if you have more time, you'll be able to do things like train to climb Mount Fuji? No, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So, so really, when you're thinking about the goal and the why, like really to try to get to that piece of it, because yeah, yeah, you're going to be all these things. You're going to listen to this king. Who he who has the most listings controls the market. You know, when you have listings, you can control your income. Like, there's a lot of reasons, a lot of a lot of you know quotes out there from the real estate gurus that tell you why you want more listings. And believe me, I believe in all of them. I love listings. Love that. Right. But the reason I like listings more than anything is because of the time freedom that they allow me the time freedom. And there's nothing more powerful than time freedom. Yeah, I still have freedom. Time freedom allows me to work on all the other things in my life. Yeah. Now, I still work only 20 hours a week, but still I feel like it, it's like more, I'm a full-time mom and also so, yeah. have other stuff. But um, I still feel like it now I need to transition that whole my focus to the getting the listings more. Um, I love my buyers, but... <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. Okay. So... Of those things that you, of those items, one, at least one item that you added to your three-year goal, right? I hope it's big enough. I hope it's big enough. Do you, first of all, do you think it's big enough? Yes. For three years? Yeah, good. I mean, I do too. If you think it's big enough, great. So now what I want to do, and I want you to write down everything you need to do. Like this is not, no, we're not putting timeframes on this piece of it. Okay. Everything that you need to do to accomplish that. So, Julie, you had three. Just choose one of those things. You know, just I'm going to give a couple of minutes here, and we're going to write down everything you need to do to make that goal happen. Did you get a lot of a lot of ideas out of there? Yeah. Because when it comes to writing a three year vision, you know, you got to start with a life vision. When it comes to writing a three year vision. Then it starts to become more achievable, right? We start out, we're having, putting a little bit of a timeline on there. And you're starting to put things in place or visions in place, but then you got to put tactics behind this. Troy says, I think I'm finished and then I get more ideas. It happens to me all the time, Joy. <laughs> it's the brain. It's that brain, that high B brain. <laughs> what we do. So I'm going to share with you what my three-year vision looks like. And then I'm going to show you how this works on breaking it down to tactical items that I can actually accomplish every day because I'm not trying to do all of this at once. That's why you have to give yourself a long enough timeline that you can accomplish it. You can put things in place and can accomplish it, but not too long to where it's never going to happen. Right? Three years, does it seems like a long time because I'm like, oh God, three years is kind of a long time, but it's really not. 
I mean, who has not, who has never said time doesn't fly or time flies as you get fast as you get older? Who has never said that? Like, I'm sorry. Yes. I look back, I'm like, wait a second, how did I get to be mid 40s? Like, where did, where did my, like, I'm not glad I'm not in my 20s anymore, but where did my 30s go? Right? Like, I'm going to be 50. It's sooner than I'm going to be 40. I'll be 50 sooner than I'll be 40. Right? But it's kind of funny. I don't actually like to say that. So, just a little aside, you guys, stop trying to look and stop, stop thinking about getting older. Don't think about that. Don't think about that. Just think about being who, who you are and where you are today, right? And put like put actions in place today that you can that you can happen because three years is not promised to you. As much as I hate to say it, none of us are promised three years. None of us are promised twenty four hours, right? So, so what you're going to do today, you've got to make sure it's with purpose and with intention. So, um, when I first met Stephen, one of the very first things he ever said to me, I think it was our second date, he's leaving, and he was like, he likes to turn around and show this like very profound. He's like act intentionally. And I was like, is this guy nothing? I'm not acting intentionally, but no, no, he, it's true. Cause that's just how my husband lives his life. He lives his life with intention and more than anybody I've ever met in my entire life. And it's very, very inspiring. I'm like, man, if we could all be like my husband, like this world would be an amazing, amazing place because he lives his life with intention. So I want to share with you what my vision looks like. And then I want to show you how to like break that down. So here's my, my three-year vision, okay? I wake up at six and I work from 10 to two or make decisions from 10 to two. From seven to 10, I'm using my creative strategy genius to serve my community locally and nationally. My real estate team runs itself. I have an executive assistant or an ops director, whatever they are at the time. I don't know that, I, that yet. I have three VAs, one listing specialist, four buyer's agents. Each agent on my team earns $400,000 per year and they're happy. My real estate income is $1 million earned from split, right? Me, real estate commission split and my own personal deals. My coaching business brings in $2 million annually and runs on autopilot. My revenue, my revenue share group is 500 plus and I earn $500,000 annually from this. I speak live on stage two times per year and I have a podcast with 20,000 subscribers. We've moved into our new house and purchased our first real estate and small business investment. Here's goes, goes back into our home. And these are the places we visited, Japan and Switzerland. And this year, we're planning for a two-week trip to a tropical island. All of those things are accomplishable or achievable within the next three years. Do you agree? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So the reality is I already have two VAs. And what did I say? What, three? Yeah. Right. I already have two buyer's agents. What did I say? I want four? Right? So, so... Those little tiny things, you put those actions in place, you put those visions in place, and then you put the actions behind it. So who wants to share a couple of things that they put for actions that they need to take to make their, their greater vision happen? Ashley. So for me, a big thing is I have to be protective of my time because I just tend to let it slip away. So I have to be better at like my time blocking and then just really be selfish with my time and realize that that's OK, because if I'm not, then it all just goes away. And then where'd my day go? So that's that's a big thing, because I do want to 10x my business every single year and have a million dollar month. You know, so those are like but I think that's very doable in three years. There's other things to that, too. But time yeah. is my biggest thing. So if you're going to protect your time, what are the things that you have to do now 
to make that happen? Um, I really have to. Well, one, I have to also invest in childcare, and I've been like very like I don't want to do that. But my little one, he's going to be in school next year, so that'll that'll help out a lot too. Um, but yeah, I just have to really be diligent about like these are my hours. Do not kind of like do not disturb. But as you can hear, little one over here, <laughs> like he's right here. But I have to have those those hours and just be like just crank out my work and be done. And then then my afternoons can be open, my life can be, which allows me to have that time with my family and my son. But if I dedicate those, those certain hours in that day, get it done, and then everything else can follow. Right. So to getting, your, getting, your, getting your calendar in order, that's something that like, you know, that's a goal in and of itself. Mm -hmm. And so in my opinion, getting your calendar in order is not the tactic that you're doing today, right? It's the goal. The goal is to that time block my calendar. And I'm sorry, then you never sat down and actually time blocked your calendar and been successful at it in less than 24 hours. <laughs> I've never done it. You guys, time blocking my calendar is an ongoing process. I'm constantly readjusting my calendar. I'm constantly saying, hey, here's the things that I need time for, right? Here's what I'm going to plug into this block, right? So, so, what I would say is from all those things that you have to do, that's an accomplishable goal. And I think that's really something like having that calendar time block in the next three months would be a, an achievable goal, right? It's, it's measurable, right? It's achievable. It's real. I mean, it's real. Like you can actually do it. It gives you a time, right? The smart goals. It's very specific. Get my calendar time block. But then what you're going to do is you're going to break that down and say, okay, in order for me to time block my calendar, the first thing I probably need to do is a time audit. The first thing I probably need to do is a time audit. Where am I spending my time? I talked about this when I was at, we were at EXPCon. I talked a little bit about an energy audit. I prefer auditing my energy versus auditing my time. That's why I told you I know my optimal time is between, it's right now, because I know when I have the most energy, right? And I know what tasks give me the most energy. That's why like, this gives me energy. I get so much energy from teaching and sharing and serving and giving value. So much. It feeds me for my entire day. But if I sat there and I just tried to say, okay, well, I think I'm going to do my calls right here in this time. But it actually doesn't bring me a lot of energy and any joy. I'm probably not going to stick to that block. So when we're breaking down, we're, we're reaching those three, we're putting those that long-term vision, we're putting those things into that achievable timeline, that three-year achievable timeline, then we're going to break it down from there. And so on the 5th of December, when I have my, my check start 2023, if you haven't signed up for that yet, it's free. Um, Krista Mayshore is coming. She's going to speak with us for a little while. So it's going to be an awesome time to get more from Krista. Uh, Jesse Zaborski will also be there. But awesome time. If you haven't heard him speak, you're going to freaking love him. He is super, super, super inspirational. Um, but we're going to actually break it down even further to put these things into tactics and help you understand the difference between a goal. And I do believe getting your calendar time block is a goal because it's something that you have to master every day because you cannot block a calendar without understanding what you're spending your time on and where your energy is going. So, um, me, Lou, can you put the link to the uh, kickstart in here? It's in, the, it's in our stand store. Um, okay, so that's what we're going to do. Anyone else want to share one of your three-year three goals and some of the things that you wrote down? 
No one? No one? Carrie? Can I call on you now? <laughs> she was on the phone before. Yeah, sorry. I was on the phone. <laughs> so one of my three-year goals is to really go heavy with agent attraction. So, so what does that mean? So that means I'm going to be extremely intentional with certain posts that I make to attract the type of agents that I hope to gravitate towards me and bring in. I don't want just anyone calling and anything like that. I want to be really intentional and I want them to really vibe with me. So I want to, you know, attract my tribe. Okay. So when you're saying you want to go heavy into it, do you have like a number? Are you trying to, are you trying to like reach a certain amount of people? So are you trying to serve a certain amount of agents? So for my goal, just for the end of this year, I want to at least attract three by the end of the year. So it's not that big of a number, but it's, I only have like a month to do it. <laughs> That's, it doesn't even matter. No one's, no one's judging your number. I promise you. No one's judging. I think three is an awesome, awesome, awesome goal. So in order to make that happen, what are some of the things you have to do? So what I'm doing is I'm making videos and I'm just talking. I'm not like cramming EXP down anybody's throat, but I'm making more videos talking about um, how EXP has changed my business, why I chose to leave Keller Williams and come over to EXP. Um, like, you know, profit share was a big one. Not profit share, rev share, profit share. Rev share. You know, you know, whichever it's, it's one it fine. is. That's fine. fine. Yeah, yeah. So that's a big one. Um, and being able to build my org was huge. You know. So so maybe like if your if your goal is three, I mean, maybe the first thing that you have to do to break that down is okay, I want to tell X amount of stories. Again, I'm gonna tell you the best thing if you want to serve more people and attract more people is storytelling, right? Storytelling for what 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 how your life has changed, storytelling about how your business Change right. storytelling about how you can serve and how you are served on a daily basis. So maybe your maybe your tactic then becomes okay. So I want to tell twelve stories rather than just create videos, rather than just try to recruit this many agents. I want to tell twelve stories, right? And so so and then in order to do that, okay, cool. Then you have to sit down and plan out which story do you want to tell. So you got to break it down, break it down, break it down one step further. Mm-hmm. So that's what I want you to spend this week on is really like going after that three-year vision, taking that three-year vision and breaking that down into smaller chunks that you can actually accomplish. Like Carrie's was a, was a great example. Stima is a great example. Julie had some great examples. What are some things that you actually can accomplish? And then what do you need to do? To, what do you need to do? And then I want you to start thinking about when you're saying it's something I'm just going to do, are you just going to do it? Like, are you just going to have your calendar, calendar ma- magically time blocked? No, you're not. You need to break that down even further. Like, think about it when you're cooking. Like, when you have who's a cook? Anyone here cook or bake? Right? Not me. Not me. Okay, I just literally throw things in a pan and eat. Right? My husband. My husband's a cook though, so I know. But when you when you have a when you have a very specific special recipe that's that's for you, it's decades in your family, generations in your family, right? You don't just like, you're not just like going about it, throwing in the last the ingredients in the wrong order. Are you? 
Like, I think there's actually like a specific way you put the ingredients in, in the right order. You brown, you brown vegetables, whatever it is. I, cooking is a bad analogy. I shouldn't do that. I like to do gym analogies for a reason. Okay. That's why I do gym analogies. <laughs> like you don't go in and you start, you don't, you don't go in and you, you don't start with bicep curls. Okay. You don't start with calf raises when you're doing legs. You start with those compounds. You start with the, you start with the big things and then you break it down to those smaller muscle groups. The same with goal setting. You got to start, you got to understand what the big picture is. But in order to accomplish it, you got to break it down to step by step by step by step by step. And that's when, when you do that, that's when you start to feel more productive rather than the end of the day being like, okay, what did I actually do today? I don't know. They didn't get my goal accomplished because you didn't have tactics. That's why. Not because you didn't get your goal accomplished, because you're not going to accomplish your goal in one day. Maybe you will, but most people won't. People aren't going to go and like run a marathon tomorrow, right? You're not going to just start and be like, okay, I'm going to run 26.2 miles, right? Most people think a marathon is 26 miles. They're like, no, it's 0.2 miles. And that 0.2 makes a difference. So that's what I really want you to focus on this week. We're over time. I hate to go over time because, you know, I get really passionate about things that I like to share. Um, <laughs> And said, I mean, with cooking, if you ask me for too many dashes of this and that, I'm going to throw it all, throw it all in and call it good. See, there you go. And you got to be very specific about what exactly do you want with the vision, right? Because you might be able to throw it all in and be good with that. Cool, it might work. I don't know. I'm not a cook. Okay, so anyway, uh, if you haven't signed up for Kickstart 2024, it's right in the link. Mila uh, just threw it in the link for it there. Sign up for it. Like I said, it's completely free. You're going to get planning templates. You're going to get four hours of time Okay, my time, some to Chris, some of Chris's time, some of Jesse's time. I don't know. I might call on someone else to come speak or teach for a bit too, just so I don't have to teach for all the time, like three hours of my teaching. Okay. So I might call on someone else to come and come and join us. But you're gonna walk away with really understanding how to like have those goals and th- those tactics put in place to accomplish those things like only working four hours a day, getting 10 listings, you know, being able to have more time freedom. Those are all great, great, great vision, which I love. It has to start with the vision. So that's all for today. Thank you all. Thank you. What do you yeah, think? I will see. Uh, huh? What do you think I should start with for public speaking? Do you want me to go for a podcast? You got to start on speaking, on, on going live on Facebook is the very first place I would start. Okay. Thank you. That's the very first place I would start. Go live on Facebook. That's going to get you out of that, like, what are people going to think of me when I'm talking phase? And then from there, you got to go into t- teaching your own calls, right? Then from there, you got to go into, well, and also you should be posting video all the time. If you want to start speaking on stage, start posting video all the time. Okay, thanks. That's why I'm on video all the time. Go in your stories or go live on Instagram. No one ever watches Instagram live when you're first starting out. So there you go. That's where I would start. Thank you so much. And then Joyce has Toastmasters. I have a friend, I have a friend who also, uh, she's in Toastmasters. Uh, I'm, I go back and forth with Toastmasters just because they count too many ums and ahs. And I think it makes you a non-human. Like she looks at me, she's like, well, you said this many ums and this many fillers and I don't freaking care. I'm like, so what? Mm, so, and, um, mm, uh, uh, right. So this is how I speak. Right. And Toastmasters counsel those things and they try to encourage you not to do those, but that's my saying, but Toastmasters does really help a lot of people get over that fear of public speaking. It has helped my friend. Like she has, she's a CEO of an aerospace company, which is a huge industry here in Seattle. So a CEO, and she now goes on stage speaking with 6,000 people like six or seven times a year. 
So, and she used to be the most like quiet, reserved sort of person. So there's a lot of great things about Toastmasters. Just don't, don't count the ums and offs. <laughs> but yes, it does give you a lot of confidence. So like Isabel just said. All right, you guys. Thank you. Talk to you later. See you next. Uh, I don't know if we're going to have a call next week. I don't know yet. Thanksgiving. So anyone, everyone have a happy Thanksgiving. No call next week. No call next week. No call next week. There we go. So happy Thanksgiving and I'll see you in two weeks. Thank you. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.